up, everybody? It's your favorite coach, Coach Vaughn, and you are tuned in to the Friend in Your Head podcast, formerly known as the Coach Vaughn podcast. Now, yes, it has a new name, but it's still the same hard-hitting, heart-to-heart show with honest discussions about all aspects of life, okay? Love, relationships, all of that. You know how I do. One-on-one, from my mouth to your ears, I'm going to be dishing out practical advice for everyday life so we could get through this crazy journey on this earth together. So are you ready? Are you ready to learn and grow and feel good and laugh and giggle and all of that? All right, well, let's go. One-on-one, baby, let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Friend in Your Head podcast, where I dish out practical advice for everyday life. I am your favorite comedian, favorite host, and all-around best friend in your head, Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Rizzle. Follow me everywhere on social media at Vondi Carlo. You can get to all my social media links by going to my website, vondicarlo.com. Or if you don't know how to spell my name and you're lazy and you don't want to figure it out like most people, then you could just go the easy route. Funnyvonvon.com. Funnyvon.com. And you can get links to everything that is me, including my comedy mixtape, A Draggable Offense, Volume 1. It is my first comedy album project, so please do support it. You don't even have to pay for it. You can actually stream it for free. If you have Pandora or Spotify or if you if you already subscribe to like the monthly thing with Apple Music or Tidal, I'm everywhere, Okay. And if you do want to buy it, you can buy it on Apple Music. Look, just go to funnyvon.com, click on my um, comedy album, A Draggable Offense, Comedy Mixtape Volume 1. You'll see it, the big face cartoon getting uh, of me getting dragged off the stage by a microphone wire with a big goofy smile as if I don't even know why you're dragging me. <laughs> if you've already listened to my comedy mixtape, thank you. Let's keep the numbers rolling in as I grow my audience. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you think I'm funny and you like my comedy mixtape, then by all means, uh, send it to someone. Let them know that you like me and you like me a lot. (laughs) You can also get access to my book. You can get access to one-on-ones if you need that Coach Vaughn one-on-one time all to yourself. So many things happening on my website. When you go there, be sure to fill out the form. Uh, There should be a pop-up now on my website where you can give me your email address. And as I get back out on the road and the world is, you know, starting to open up again, So I'm going to have some dates coming up where maybe you can see me live in your town. So go ahead and fill out the little uh, form. It's not even a form. It's just give me your email address. Let me do the email thing. I don't even know if like that's the best way to get in touch with people. I hear that it is. And email lists are still very important. So if that's one way you want to keep up with me, go ahead and fill out that form. And I'll let you know when I am performing in your town. Right now, coming up, I will be in Philly with Christina Hutchinson 
at the Helium Comedy Club at the end of April. And then for those of you uh, who follow me on Instagram and pop into my Instagram live, you know, I was supposed to be um, in Kansas City with Ali, um, Ali Sadiq this past weekend. And I know I try to make these episodes very evergreen, but I'm bringing this up for a very specific reason, obviously. Um, those dates were moved to um, May. So the people that were in my live saying that, you know, they wanted to get tickets or they got tickets to come see me perform and open up for Ali Sadiq, those dates were moved to May. And it is because he had a death in his family. Um, very close personal friend of his passed away. Um, and the weekend that we were supposed to be in Kansas City performing, um, there were funeral services. So all my hugs, thoughts, and blessings go out to Ali Sadiq and his family. And um, yes, it was a co- coronavirus death. And it's it's so it's so heartbreaking to I can't imagine what he's going through losing someone so close to him and at a time where like right now we're in a really surreal moment it's it's almost like it feels like it feels like it's over but it's not over like if you pay attention to what the experts are saying you know people states like texas just completely opened up they took away mask mandates the whole nine they are kanye shrugging the whole thing not that they were super on point at any point i think that's one of the states like florida that was like it's a hoax i don't remember exactly so fact check me if you want to i really don't care all i'm saying is there are there were many states that treated the pandemic during the trump era when when that fool was still our Um, president of the United States and just vomiting out misinformation constantly uh, throughout 2020 during the pandemic and just making things so difficult and the whole anti-mask movement and all this idioticy, quite frankly. And I don't want to insult anyone who's listening that might be an anti-masker, but get your shit together for real, because I don't understand what the problem is. It, I, I'd rather err on the side of safety, safety for not just me, but for others. Like there's some people that are like, oh, I'm young. It's not going to affect me. So F a mask. Well, that's a selfish approach. Because you, you, oh, my rights, you're taking it. No, nobody's taking away your stupid rights, okay? And I don't mean to marginalize our rights. Our rights are incredibly important. Absolutely. However, your freedoms stop at murder. Your freedoms stop at assault. Your, that's what jail is, right? If you do something to harm someone else, That's where your freedom stops. So scientists, medical doctors, every expert has clearly stated ad nauseum that wearing a mask, it not only protects you, but it it mostly protects the people around you so that they don't get sick. Now, let's say hypothetically, this was all some bullshit. This is all hoax. This is the whatever the conspiracy theories, theorists say it is. It's that right. Let's say hypothetically, that's what it is. I still 
don't mind wearing a mask for the simple fact that I care about myself. I care about others around me. And if this is all bullshit, then at least I'm still a good person. And I gave life a chance. My life, other people's lives, everybody's lives, right? So for me, it's just the ultimate act of selfishness if you're just like, whatever. I think that everyone at this point has COVID fatigue and they're just ready to get their lives back on track and back in order. But the world has changed. There is no getting back to normal. As as much as we all want to quote unquote get back to normal, our world has changed as we know it. We have all went through something collectively together. And you would think that that would make us closer as human beings. But considering all the racial tensions and all the bullshit, um, it, it, it has seemingly made us further apart in some instances. Uh, and that makes me very, very sad. But it's, it's just it's heartbreaking that at this point where we're at now, where, you know, the 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 American Rescue Plan has been passed. There are going to be stimulus checks going out, which, by the way, they're acting like this $1,400 is going to pull children out of poverty. I'm like, what? How is $1,400 after damn year, damn near a year <laughs> of being behind and not really getting that much assistance for people who lost their jobs or can't work because of the pandemic, lost family family members and, and that second income in their household or, or only income in their household. How is $1,400? pull? Look, I'm not saying that that money isn't going to be helpful or appreciated. And there's probably 150 zillion things in the stimulus package that, you know, there's different levels to it, different things, a lot of different things that assist people. I'm not saying that those things aren't helpful. However, I don't care. I, I know it's like tax credits and and maybe something like $1,400 per kid. I don't care if you have 10 kids. 10 kids times $1,400 is a lot of money, especially for people who have lost uh, so much in their families, right? not marginalizing that amount of money for anyone. It's a lot of money. However, to say it's going to pull people out of poverty who are already behind on so much, I have so many questions. I'm so confused. I, I'm happy that the American Rescue Plan has passed under the, uh, the Biden administration and all of that. However, what we're not going to do is exaggerate the amount of assistance that it is, period. Um, so anyway, getting back to my point, it's, it's heartbreaking at this point to imagine, you know, with, with more assistance on its way financially and vaccines rolling out that it's, there are still people dying every day. I don't know the exact numbers for today, but the last time I checked, it was like something like 1500 people a day. I believe. Fact check me, but whatever. If it's 12 people and not 1,200 people, it's still people dying every day. And it, it's so heartbreaking to imagine that as as people are starting to take a, a, a bit more of a deep breath and, and feeling like, you know, it's 
we're getting back to some semblance of a new normal. It will always be a new normal. The world will never go back to what it was before. Just like 9-11, the world never really went back to what it was before. Things changed. Some good, some bad, and everywhere in between. So something like this where the entire world, not just the United States, the entire world collectively went through... We just passed the year mark of being on lockdown and and the pandemic starting and these things happening to all of us collectively together, both physical, emotional and mental struggles. And again, like I said, you would think that this makes us closer, but no, no. People were like, nah, I'm going to still be hateful and selfish and all this shit I was before the pandemic. And then there's people that, you know, thrived and and. And and then there were people that did okay. And then there were people that were complete, like, it's just, it's so many different levels of, of struggle with this. But if you, if you are not a new listener of the Friend in Your Head podcast, then you know that I have said multiple times throughout this pandemic in, in different episodes that nothing uh, bad lasts forever. Nothing, um, these horrible moments that we have in life nothing lasts forever both good and bad life happens somewhere in the middle and if you take a look at the moment that you are in like be present in every single moment throughout the day as best as you can and you will see that even when things are not okay you're okay and if you're having a hard time and if you if you could just remember other hard times that you have been through and that you got through them, you will constantly remind yourself that you not only can get through anything, but you have the strength to get through it. Don't give up. You know, I don't want to get all Bishop Vaughn on you, but it is what it is. I just I, I'm glass half full about all of this as best as I can. And again, it, it I just can't imagine how it feels to have lost someone to covid during this time and and especially now with vaccines rolling out there's three at this point in time and you know Pfizer Moderna Johnson and Johnson and the people are still skeptical justifiably um but you know honestly at this point you have to make a t- decision, right? And I'm one of those people that was like, you know, by the time I'm eligible based on my age group, excuse me, by the time I'm eligible based on my age group, it might be close to a year that the first vaccines were administered when the, you know, trials first started, et cetera, et cetera. But now they're saying that all Americans should be eligible. Joe Biden said that um, all Americans should be eligible by May 1st. Um, And I also found out that I'm eligible based on my issues with my asthma. So and probably overweight. I'm 40 pounds overweight, y'all. So (laughs) I think in America, that's definitely considered obese. Uh, I'm not too sure. But either way, my doctor... um, has advised me that if I want to be vaccinated, I can certainly be vaccinated under the, um, the, 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 uh, what is, they have a whole list of, 
um, pre-existing conditions that make you more vulnerable to the coronavirus and, and dying of COVID. And I fall into that category. I've always known that, you know, I have to be extra careful. And I've talked about that before on the podcast and, and why I stay pretty much locked down this this whole time. Um, but I didn't know until recently that I qualify uh, to get vaccinated right now, basically. So still being skeptical, weighing all my options, not making a knee jerk decision. I have to let you know I've made a decision and I'll tell you what it is when we come back. It is time to ask Coach Vaughn. Today's Ask Coach Vaughn question is quite interesting. I have so many questions. Uh, They are basically saying, hey, Coach Vaughn, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Rarely do people ask how you're doing when they're asking you something, right? Uh, So I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm well. They're asking me, she says, a guy that I work with asked me out for um, uh, drinks after work. Is that a date or is it just a friendly co-worker gesture? Well, like I said, I have so many questions. Where do you work in a pandemic where y'all having after work drinks? This must be Florida or Atlanta or somewhere where y'all just said, F the pandemic, we open. Like back in 2020, like back in what, April or May, like right after the pandemic was declared a pandemic, uh, certain states was like, uh, whatever. <laughs> so that's the first question. Or look, maybe this is a, a forward thinking question because the world is starting to open back up vaccinations are being rolled out there is some light at the end of the tunnel so maybe this is a I'm getting back to work I'm no longer working from home anymore and um maybe maybe this guy she likes I don't know like I said there's so many questions is this a zoom drink date what's going on but she didn't say all that so let me just try to answer like I always do I always have 20,000 questions before I get to the answer but the answer for me is very simple uh, both men and women need to be more clear if they're asking you out on a date or not now with men i don't like this trickery i'm a heterosexual female so this um this has happened to me uh more often than i would like to mention but for me no it is absolutely not a date unless that person makes it clear that it is a date Drinks after work is just drinks after work. Uh, That's just where we'll casually talk about off the record work stuff, you know, get real gossipy about the office (laughs) or just find out stuff that you need to know. Like how much you making, sir, because we do the same job. Am I making less than you because I'm a woman? You know, stuff like that. You know, I'm paranoid. So I want to know a little bit of everything. So in, in my opinion, absolutely not. Just because you ask someone out for drinks after work, like a happy hour thing, that's definitely not a date. Uh, don't get too close in my personal space or mentality, uh, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, unless somehow I've made it clear um, that I want 
a relationship with you outside of work and that's a tricky one too because it's like well how do you find out if this person is interested in you or not without asking so maybe just like after work drinks is a good door opener where you can get a little more personal with someone but in the me too age that we are living in i would just say tread lightly a lot of people do have their um own moral compass when it comes to things like this that don't necessarily subscribe to <clears throat> to the social norms and then there are some people that follow the rules by the book and as we know the rules change pretty much every day on twitter so i would say for me personally like i was just saying i if i work with you i probably don't want you too close in my mental physical or emotional space at work in corporate america i'm in the entertainment field obviously that is a more social environment so stuff like that happens um just generally like we're all hanging out that's a whole nother world i don't even know what this person does but it sounds like she's in, uh, you know, regular nine to five corporate America. So I would strongly suggest if you're unclear, just get clear. Just ask. There is absolutely nothing wrong with saying, hey, I would love to hang out with you after work and get drinks. Um, strictly platonic, right? If that's what you want. Or, you know, if if you have interest in him, now this is where you as a woman you have to be honest with yourself as well don't be afraid of that rejection he may not be interested in you or he might so clear communication is the path to successfully not me too in somebody or getting me too <laughs> find your way child and wear a mask and condoms What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Friend in Your Head podcast. And yes, I'm going to just jump right into it and let you know what I decided. I decided. Yes, I, me, myself, and I, not being overly influenced by television news, not being influenced by celebrity, uh, not being influenced by family or friends, but taking all things into consideration and making the decision for myself now you have to especially with something like this right vaccines it's a new all of these vaccines Pfizer Madonna uh Johnson and Johnson it's all new so you have to do your own research you have to read everything that is available to you to read and you also have to ask friends and family what they know uh, people that you uh, respect, you do have to uh, take a listen to their point of view. I think, I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but one night I was on Clubhouse. Um, uh, and if you're on Clubhouse, follow me there. Same thing at Vondi Carlo. Uh, but one night I was on Clubhouse and Bishop T.D. Jakes was on there. And uh, you guys know I'm an e-member, Potter's House. I love Bishop. Um, but no matter what someone says, I'm still going to make my own decision, right? But you you listen to uh, people who you respect, people who you feel is a leader in the community. Again, family, friends, celebrity, uh, your pastor. Listen in general overall 
read what is available to you as far as the CDC and scientists and, and what's going on. Do all that, right? Do all that. And then take your decision up with God. I always tell you guys this. The answer is always within, right? Whatever you do, whatever you decide is is really between you and God. And I have to tell you that I have been very skeptical of all of this from the very beginning in in terms of you know you can get all the conspiracy theories in your head you could go i'm a black person so uh there's there's mistrust you can go the route of it's just new even if you have trust it's still just so new they really don't know what's going to happen a year from now are we all going to turn into zombies the every everything that you could possibly say to me i have wrapped it around my head and gave it some thought. I bring up Bishop T.D. Jakes and the clubhouse thing because he says something to me um, or (laughs) to me, to the listening audience that was on clubhouse in a room that night. Uh, The room wasn't about COVID. I forget what the room was about, but someone did get on stage. They raised their hand and they asked him, what would he be telling his congregation to do in terms of getting the vaccine? And this was before Johnson and Johnson. This was just uh, this was several months ago. And what he said was very interesting. He said, look, at the rate that it's spreading, COVID is going to knock on your door. It's it's going to be you're going to get one or the other. You're eventually going to get coronavirus or you're going to get the vaccine. Um, he said that he had not instructed his congregation in terms of doing anything he hasn't you know spoke on that at that time he said he hadn't spoke to his congregation about it but he answered the question he was like as for me and my family we gonna serve the lord i added that part but i know that that's deep in him (laughs) um he said basically for himself and his and his family he felt like he would be getting the vaccine I don't know if he has at this point. I'm just reminding my listeners, if I've already told this story or if if I haven't and it's new, I'm bringing it up for a specific reason. Um, He said that he would be getting the vaccine because he felt like um, at, at the rate that it is spreading, eventually, you know, COVID will be knocking on all of our doors and for him being older, overweight, and whatever other medical issues pre-existing that he has, he felt that it would be safer for him to take his chances with science and medicine and take something that is more controlled than randomly somehow getting coronavirus or COVID. Um and not knowing what your body, how your body's gonna react to it. At the very least, we have the research and the science up until this point, uh, how people's bodies are going to react. And I thought that was a great point, but excuse me, even at that time, I didn't hop on a bandwagon. I didn't say, oh, well, because Bishop's getting it, I'm getting it. Again, I don't even know at this point if he followed through and he got it or not. But I thought that was a good point. Like the way it's spreading, all the fucking 
anti-maskers, the, this is a hoax, this is, you're infringing on my freedom. I'm going to sit on an airplane and cough all over the place without a mask because I'm free. Like, shut up, selfish. My goodness. But with all that's going on in the world, you know, the idea of getting this under control with people being unselfish and safe is kind of out the window at this point. Not kind of. It is out the window at this point. People are fucking assholes. And um, that that's just what it is. So I brought it up to say two things. One, it was a great point, right? He had a great point, and I respect his point of view, and I remember it, and and... I took it into consideration. However, just because he is my pastor and to some people, even celebrity status, because he has a huge following and a huge church and et cetera. I didn't just hop on it like, oh, if Bishop say it, I'm going to do it. I didn't blindly follow anything. I just absorbed what he said, took it into consideration. I respect him. I do believe that he is a man of God that loves his people um, of co- not just his congregation, but um, his people, meaning all Christians and non-Christians, just hum- human beings. So, which is m- me. I have my faith. I have my beliefs, but I love all people, even the assholes that are out there making things difficult for others. I still have love in my heart and hope for humanity that maybe someday, you know, the most evil of them all may have an awakening. And you know what? Whatever. I I digress. I brought that up to say no matter who you love, uh, respect, influenced by, adore, whatever, take everything that people are saying into consideration uh, family, friends, celebrity, pastors, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but make sure you read for yourself, have an understanding of what it is, and then quietly and calmly make your decision within. I decided I'm going to get vaccinated and I am at peace with it. Now, I've done that all that I can do in terms of reading and understanding it. Uh, I've had conversations with my primary care doctor who is a black doctor and he has received his, he received the Moderna shot. He's fully vaccinated. He received both shots. I am scheduled to get the Moderna shot. My first shot um, today, actually. Today's the day. Uh, And then 28 days later, I would receive the second shot. Um, My doctor got the Moderna shot. I know a few other people, comics, who have gotten vaccinated, some Pfizer, some Moderna. Um, My writing partner, who I'm working on some stuff with, is scheduled to get Johnson & Johnson. Originally, I was hoping to get Johnson & Johnson because it's one shot. And they use more traditional methods to um, to uh, to de- they used more traditional methods to develop the Johnson and Johnson. But right now in New York City, it's it's not like you have 
the luxury of choice. I could barely get an appointment. It's 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 very difficult to get an appointment, actually. That's the one thing that needs to be addressed. I don't know how it is in your state, but here in New York City, even if you want to get vaccinated, it's hard to get an appointment. Um, I guess they're working on by May 1st, it's supposed to be available to everyone. So just imagine when the floodgates open and everyone who is eligible, now everyone is eligible. So now there's like no way to, to get an appointment. Anyway, long story short, I finally got an appointment and I'm going to be vaccinated and I'm at peace with it because I have done all that I can do. And I sat in peace and made my decision within this decision is between me and God I have done my due diligence and I feel at peace with it am I nervous absolutely absolutely my doctor said that some people get sick some people don't when they get vaccinated he said for him the first day he didn't feel sick at all the next day He felt really sick. I think he said he might have had a fever. I can't remember, but he did say he was really sick. And then the third day, it was like nothing happened. He wasn't sick at all. And then the fourth, the third or fourth day, like that evening or the next day, he, um, the injection site, like his arm was really, really sore. And then after that, completely fine. So all things considered with my health, my age, my asthma, my, my everything, and my COVID fatigue. Uh, just, you know, if you have been listening to me for a while, especially through this pandemic, you know, certainly darn well, I have been pretty much in a house. I've recently started going out and doing shows again. And I was going to be on an airplane for the first time in this whole pandemic to do Kansas City Improv with Ali Sadiq. And then that was canceled and obviously such a tragedy and such a huge loss um, for him to lose his friend. And I just, I really had to ask myself, you know, if I'm going to be accepting road gigs, I'm going to be on airplanes. And at first, I, you know, I wasn't thinking about Well, I've always been thinking about, am I going to get vaccinated or not? That's like a slow decision that I've made. So it's always in the back of my mind. Um, But accepting the gig and in my mind, I was thinking, you know, I would see how I felt flying for the first time doing this Kansas City Improv gig. And I I wasn't going to be vaccinated at the time. I'm you know, but I'm like, I'm going to take all the precautions. I know other comics that have been flying and doing gigs all over and they're not vaccinated. They're fine. They take all the precautions. They haven't gotten it. Some have gotten it. Some haven't, you know, every circumstance is different. So I said, you know, for me, you know, I'm going to go to Kansas City, wear 12 masks, uh, a hazmat suit, (laughs) gloves, you know, look like an astronaut on a plane, whatever I have to do. Um, and see how I feel after performing and when I get back and make my decision. So when the gig was rescheduled to May, uh, 
that gave me, you know, I don't want to call it an epiphany or anything, but it, it did give me a moment to really take a look at the situation and say, well, I, if I'm not on a plane right now, maybe that wasn't such a great strategy in my mind to make a decision like, oh, I'm going to fly, see how I feel. And then when I get back, make my decision. Um, so I said to myself, you know, you have to make a decision now. And I sat with God quietly and I made the decision with God. So I'm going to be vaccinated. I'm going to get my first shot today. I feel comfortable and confident and at peace with my decision. Um, I just, you know, you have to take the approach that once you've done your due diligence and you've had um, as much thought and, and listen, Anybody who knows me, I am the most indecisive person you will ever meet. I mean, it takes me forever to get dressed, not because um, I'm trying to figure out how cute I could be, but just simply because I just, I, everything is, I, I almost let myself be ruled by em my emotions a little bit too much. It's like, I have to wear what I feel. And I, I might feel differently by the time I get dressed. And I'm like, oh, I'm taking these jeans off. I'm putting on darker jeans. You know, it's, I could be one of the most indecisive people, but once I make a decision, especially something as big as getting vaccinated, once I make a decision that I feel is aligned with my spirituality and my faith, not fear, then I'm good. I feel like if I am not supposed to be vaccinated and my decision is incorrect and it's based on fear, not faith, and I, I'm thinking it's faith, not fear, um, God will correct me before I get there. It just won't happen. I'll get there and there won't be any vaccines left or something weird will happen. I won't. If I'm not meant to be vaccine uh, vaccinated today, I won't be. Um, I have my appointment. I'm going to go down there with all faith and no fear. I'm getting the Moderna shot. Um, I wanted Johnson and Johnson, but uh, Moderna has a higher efficacy uh, than Johnson and Johnson. Uh, Johnson and Johnson is fine if you're getting Johnson and Johnson. Uh, there will be booster shots for the variants. It's a whole thing. I encourage you, do your research, make the decision for yourself. Don't decide, oh, Vaughn's doing it, so I'm going to see how it works out with her. Um, like one of my friends said, <laughs> I'm going to see if you grow an extra arm before I get it. Okay, whatever. If that's how you're going to make your decision, then that's a weird way to go about it. But um I, I get it. I get the fear, but you have to, you have to make all your decisions in life, not just this one, but definitely the big ones and even the small ones with all faith, no fear. And that's what I'm doing. I'm trying not to um, let my emotions rule me and my decisions like I have in the past, but your emotions help inform you as well. So I'm not one of the people that are like, just disregard your emotions and stay logical. No, for me, there's a balance. My emotions, I'm, I'm an empath. I, I absorb energy, mine, yours, others, whatever. Um, so I, it's impossible for me to just disregard my emotions. That's never going to happen. 
What you cannot allow yourself to do is be ruled by those emotions. Take your emotions into consideration. Give everything thought. And if you're like me, you might be indecisive. You might overthink. But that's when you do everything that you could do and then you sit with God, period. You have to be, uh, you have to observe your emotions, acknowledge your emotions, respect your emotions. However, don't immediately react to your emotions. You you feel what I'm saying? Um, So that's it. That's the bottom line. I've decided that's what I'm going to do. Um, If I turn into a metahuman, cool. If anything, I, I, I if 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 the vaccine does anything weird to me, can it give me superpowers? Can I be? Um, and I don't know if you guys watch Black Lightning, but I'm so weird when it comes to superhero stuff. Like, I have no credibility in a comic book world at all because you're. I love Black Lightning. If if you're not familiar with it, go watch it on Netflix. It's I love it. If I'm gonna be a metahuman. You know, there's so many different powers. I don't need, I'm gonna have to think about it for the next time I do my podcast, (laughs) which superpower I want. Um, But, you know, maybe it'll give me a boost of youth and intelligence and who knows. You know, I feel like if something weird is gonna happen, it's gonna be positive because I have, um, I've sat with my, I've sat with my emotions and my logic and I came to a decision and this is what it is and I'm at peace with it. Um, But again, if I have no credibility in the world of superheroes and comic book heroes and all of that, I am 100% a person that if someone says, who's your favorite superhero? I say Hancock (laughs) with a straight face. So don't listen to me. Listen to yourself, listen to your instincts, listen to your emotions, listen to your logic, listen to um, your higher higher power and, and whatever label that you have for God. However you get to God, um, I respect. If you're atheist, I have, I have absolutely, um, uh, I have no, I have nothing for you in, in terms of, anything that I just said, because my indecision is going to be, you know, a higher power, spiritual decision. And if you're atheist, you're like, what is this hokey pokey, (laughs) hocus pocus bull crap. Um, So that's a lane that I don't even try to step in. So whatever you got out of this podcast, then God bless you. Like, literally, God bless you. There's no judgment on anybody's beliefs. But I'm I'm only, you know, giving you my thoughts, as I always do on this podcast. And I appreciate you guys listening. I do want to point out, and I know a lot of you have been reaching out to me on social media, like, hey, when is the next podcast? When are you doing the next podcast? I have to be honest with you guys. I, I don't want to force an episode out just because it's a Monday. You know, I know staying consistent with podcasts is like, uh, uh, how to be successful but I don't know that I'm necessarily after anything by doing these solo podcasts I just really want to get my thoughts out because I I feel like um I do have something to offer in terms of point of view and perspective and I, I want to get that out but I don't want to force it out 
I have been going through a lot these past few weeks and I I just have not I know I have not put out any new episodes and I, I was pretty consistent with every like Sunday night or Monday morning giving you guys a new fresh episode, uh, especially throughout the pandemic. But, you know, the past few weeks, few months, excuse me, it's been a little bit more sporadic and less often, but I do believe in quality over quantity whether or not that makes me super successful or not, I, I want to be responsible with my words and what I'm putting out there. So today you have one, next week you may not. I'm, I'm not making any promises, but it's not going to go away. I'm going to put out an episode when I feel like I, I'm, I'm not forcing, you know, uh, practical advice for everyday life. Like I don't want to, I don't want to force anything. So I hope that I keep your listening ear. If not, and you're like, fuck that, I want an episode every week. Fuck her. You know, I I understand that too. Uh, I hope that that's not your perspective. But but if it is, I respect it. Either way, thank you for your support. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you um, absorbing everything that I'm saying. And most especially, I appreciate um, you being my friend. Thank you for letting me be your friend. Thank you for being a friend. Now, we both know we were not going to get through this episode with one of two things happening or both. One, I mess up a word or somebody's name or I break out into song randomly. So everything is everything. (laughs) I had done it. I done it again, y'all. Here we go. Another episode of Friend of Your Head podcast. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here and get ready for my vaccination shot number one of Moderna. Uh, I will keep you guys posted on how things go. Um most likely via Instagram. That's where I'm most active on my social media, but I'm also on Twitter, um, it, it, TikTok, the new social media app, Rizzle, where I can divide my channels up. Right now, I mostly have Drunk Kamala up there. Um, I'm going to post a new Drunk Kamala today on Instagram with this podcast. So listen, I appreciate your support, whether it's my comedy, comedy mixtape, A Draggable Offense, Volume 1, FunnyVon.com, or my book, Speak Fluent Man, FunnyVon.com to the book, or SpeakFluentMan.com. I have every domain you could think of. Von DiCarlo, Von DiCarlo Brown, uh, VonDiCarlo.com, VonDiCarloBrown.com, FunnyVon.com, SpeakFluentMan.com, CoachVon.com, FriendOfYourHead.com. Like, I got all the dot-coms. Pick one and go to it, all right? And I appreciate your support. I love you sincerely as as human beings and and brothers and sisters on this great, beautiful planet Earth. I hope that you know kumbaya i hope that someday you know uh, uh, john lennon is playing in everyone's head imagine all the people right right what what's wrong with y'all wear a mask wear a condom uh get vaccinated if it's the right thing to do with you uh for you and all of that anyway uh 
shout out to all my supporters of the Friend in Your Head podcast for your monthly contributions. And um, I appreciate your listening ear. And until next time, whenever uh, I can give you quality, not quantity, you will hear me again. Coach Vaughn out. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Friend in Your Head podcast. I hope it helped you because it sure helped me. And if you need more personal one-on-one time with me, all you have to do is go to CoachVon.com and click on Ask Coach Vaughn one-on-one, and then you'll have me all to yourself. Don't forget to follow me across all social media platforms at Von DiCarlo. Go to CoachVon.com for links to everything, including my stand-up comedy. Catch me in your town when you can. Until next time, see ya!